So, you slept in. Hey, we're not judging. Sometimes you just need to get those Z's. And if you need to sleep, we'd much rather you did it at home in a warm, comfortable bed than in our pews. You can always catch up with the sermon later, right here on this Sunday morning sleep-in podcast. You're still going to miss out on some things that we think are pretty important about getting together with the community of faith on a weekly basis. You're going to miss out on those warm smiles and warm hugs. You're going to miss out on the ways people support and challenge each other in community. You're going to miss out on inspiring music and kids saying goofy things during children's time. We can't give you any of the cookies or coffee from after the service, but we will give you what we can. I'm Susan Foster. And I'm Chris Marshall. And we're United Methodist Pastors in Reno, Nevada. We're not theological experts, perfect preachers, homiletical harbingers of a new age. We're just your average pastors, helping our congregations think through life's big questions every week. We started the podcast so that if you're away from home or working or coaching your kids' soccer team... Or if you've moved away, or maybe you're just sleeping in, you can keep up with some of the ideas floating around the church. Each episode is a conversational version of a sermon we gave on Sunday. So whatever day it is, we hope that you will listen with an open mind and an open heart. And a quick note, we encourage you to think for yourself, to agree, to disagree, to do what you're going to do. Our sincere hope is that whether you agree with us or not, you will experience the mysterious, loving force in the world we know as God moving in your life as you consider this. Palm Sunday, Chris. I know. We're only five weeks behind. Yeah. It's okay. Palm Sunday. Sunday. Palm Sunday. Which happens in Mark chapter 11. Exactly. You know, it's one of those Sundays that we preach every year. Mm -hmm. And one of those stories that we preach every year. So Mm -hmm. we have to like... We're trying to make it exciting for folks, trying to, you know... Something new and interesting that they haven't heard to, before. Yeah. What's wild people, is, I feel like sometimes I say the same thing every year, and people always go, I have never, never heard, heard that, that before. before. Luckily, there's this thing called the Holy Spirit, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. people are going to hear it the way they're going to hear it, too. Yeah. So. so this year... May I, you hear it in a different way. Right, right. Well, and I, you know, you and I even, like, we read a text sometimes, and we go, oh, I never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it's a little thing, but it sometimes cracks open or at least creates a, a little bit of a room to, like, see something new in the text. So this, this Palm Sunday, I was talking with folks about that parade, you yes. know, Jesus on the donkey or the colt, depending on which version you're reading. And this image that we have of the whole city, like, getting in on the celebration and how fabulous and wonderful it is. And, you know, we've, we've overlaid it in our minds with the picture of, of the cute little kids and our churches waving their palm branches coming down the aisle. When I think sometimes we think of it, it's like the Macy's it, yeah, Thanksgiving like parade. parade. Like, it's this massive event. And it's probably, like, I don't know, 25 people doing street theater. It's right. Totally exactly. Different. And that's what I was really, really wanted my folks to get this mm-hmm. year was that this is street theater. Yeah. This is not... This is not even, this isn't even as organized as the smallest town 4th of July parade that you can imagine. This is a, this is a Jesus Christ flash mob. Right. This is a flash mob and there's traffic being stopped and, and I always carry the image. I remember my dad saying one time in the way he always pictured this was like these rabble rousers who kind of like climbed up trees and started tearing off branches. Yeah. And like, when you say it that way. Yeah, it's like the end of the World Series game and everybody riots, whether they're right. happy or sad. But it also has, like, there's a much more anxiety, there's anxiety in that, right? Yeah. Like, that we don't have when we just parade our cute little kids with their yeah. palms, right? Like, yeah. that there's that there's a reaction in our gut when we realize that this is not tame. Right. That this is... 
When I think about the people I know who have been stopped on the freeway because like a Black Lives Matter right. march has like shut down the freeway mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. inconvenience people right. to make them actually notice the, the issue, issue and how annoyed they get. Mm-hmm. And then also they go, that's not safe. Right. And I go, of course it's not safe. But right. their lives aren't safe. Right. And that's what they're trying to draw, draw your attention, attention to. Right. And so yeah. I, a few years ago... I was trying to prep for Palm Sunday. I was trying to prep for Palm Sunday. Uh-huh. Nothing was coming. Right. We have those weeks, right? Right. Oh, Nothing yes. was coming. And so I sit down on Saturday night and I just start typing. Mm-hmm. And I just start writing and it becomes this first person narrative uh-huh. of somebody who is stuck in traffic because these people are doing this street oh, theater. Yeah, and so exactly. I start complaining about the traffic and I start right. complaining about like, here are the things that I need to do today and Passover's coming and people really need this thing that I'm selling and right. I need to go get to my booth and I need to do this yeah. and I need to do that. And and then seeing who's coming down the road or hearing it whispered back to me in mm-hmm. line, you know, and figuring out what they're doing and then realizing like there's this extra stress on the city because this other guy's coming in the other side. And right. then I realize, oh my gosh, this is what they're doing and somebody's going to kill them. And it sort of ends with, they're going to get themselves killed. Right. They're going to get themselves killed. And just like it going right. from this annoyance to this like anxiety on the part right. of. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I don't know if this is good, but this is sort of where I am. Like, right. Right. We're going to get ourselves killed if we yeah. do this right. Jesus is mocking. This is nothing like... This is satire. This is satire. This is... This is Jesus poking at the bears. Like, not even poking. This is like poking... This is punching the bear in the nose and not running. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is... That's where we are, right? So, not to compare it too much to RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Everything is comparable to RuPaul's Drag Race. On the current season of RuPaul's Drag Race, there are these two queens that get into it all the time. One of them is Aquaria, and she's from New York, and she's 21 years old, and she often... Like, she likes to poke at people, but she can't back herself up. Uh-huh. And I think it's just maybe inexperience, but right. it's also, like, she's trying to be snarky and witty, but she hasn't figured out that you need to have some substance behind it. Yeah. And the other one is the Vixen, and the Vixen is from Chicago. And the Vixen is all about social justice uh-huh. and sociopolitical awareness and, like, all of the things. And so when Aquaria pokes at the Vixen, the Vixen comes back at her and schools her, and Aquaria can't, she can't respond. She doesn't know how to respond to that. Right. And so she ends up, like, getting all hurt, and then it looks like, and what... The Vixen said was, what they will see in the editing, what the audience will see in the editing is a is an angry black woman going after a poor little white girl who's crying. Mm-hmm. And that's, but it's like, you expect to poke the bear and, and then, not- and, but this bear's going to chase you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you poke me, I'm going to chase you because this is too important to let it go. Right. And that's the, the situation we're in the midst of with this. One of the things I did in worship was we read the first seven verses, like all the preparation stuff. Uh-huh. Before we started worship, uh-huh. like, you know, here are the instructions on the how you go and do and that. Then... Right, right. You do that, right. The other thing is, I think we sort of have this picture in our head sometimes that this is an accident. Like, I think that that's some of the ways we tell it to kids, you know, in Sunday oh, school. They just happened to walk into the city and everybody started to throw things at them. Exactly. Exactly. And to remind us, no, this is intentional. Right. This is not, this is not, oops, I, oops. Yeah. This is intentional this is like there is a reason is a there's substance behind it a community organizing action but this is a community organizing action and they're all in on it like the disciples and the followers are doing exactly what they would do if this was a military entrance mm-hmm. right they're they're doing they're 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 hailing the hero who's con- conquering hero that's what the palm branches mean right victory victory triumph right and and it's a political statement when they do that 
we find it joyous from our 2,000-year-old, you know, further on perch. Mm -hmm. But that's not what it is. It's a treasonous act Mm -hmm. that thumbs its nose at the political powers. Hosanna Mm -hmm. is a political statement. And, you know, and how we have tamed that. And how it also has these comedic pieces to it. Like, here's Jesus riding on a colt. With his toes dragging on the, the ground. ground. Exactly. Exactly. Like his toes are dragging and, and, and it's comedic. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's farcical. It's... It's clowning. It's clowning, right? Right? And... Um, not in a scary clown way. Not in a scary clown way. But it but it's sort of... It's like Monty Python in some ways. You know, like... But Monty Python in the way that, that Monty Python is poking fun at power. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Alexa Silver, Amazon Alexa Silver commercial on SNL. Uh-huh. Oh, Alexa's talking to me now. <laughs> yeah, so the Alexa Silver commercial is the one, uh, the SNL commercial, which you should definitely look up and which I will definitely link. Link. But it's, they've created a particular Echo Dot for older people. Oh, right. Who, that answers the same questions over and over again. <laughs> that has an uh-huh feature for long stories. So somebody's telling... Somebody's telling this right, 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 Echo Dot right. story and the Echo Dot just keeps going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so it sort of, it mocks the fact that we use these computers for companionship Legit. and for, right. you know, for all of our everyday needs right. and that we also don't take care of our older people. Right. <laughs> so they're sort of pointing both of those right. things out at the same time. Like there is an Alexa Silver, so you don't have to actually care about your older people. And it's right. funny, right. but it's sad. Right, right. So that's what and this is. It's, it's funny, funny, but it's, it's sad. sad. You know, the jester, mm-hmm. right? The truth teller, the one, who, the person who can speak truth to power. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the jester enters in and it's carnival mm-hmm. in that way that like... Uh, the, the fool ch- becomes the king. Yeah. The fool becomes the king and the, it changes the dominant order and and is truth telling. Mm-hmm. We think of carnival, carnival, you know, as the, the Tuesday before Lent begins. Mardi Gras. Right? Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras, right? And a lot of that is about... You know, being able to put on a mask that tells a different story than the one you've been given. Mm-hmm. And it's about putting on a mask that, that reveals truth. That's the crux of the story, right? It's truth telling. Jesus rides in on a colt showing a different understanding of power and it leads to the cross. Mm-hmm. It leads, as we were saying earlier, to death. You yeah. know, like it, it's dangerous and um, gets truth telling gets us in trouble. And um, especially when the truth is not what those in power want to hear. You know, like, like I think about the woman and the ointment and the story that happens just before this, right? Mm-hmm. Like the story of, of the woman who comes with this wealthy, you know, this expensive ointment and it pours it over Jesus. And Jesus tells the truth that, you know, I'm not going to be here very long. Yeah. And there's going to be betrayal in this next story, in the next little things, right? Like, um, you know, he tells the truth and he's betrayed by a close friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells the truth and his, and, and his best friend denies him. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells the truth and he gives his life on the tr- on, on the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus tells the truth and the world changes though. In the midst of that, what I what I challenge I want people to see is that in this act of resistance, this parade is to see it, to really see it, to see that act of resistance and to remember what it means to follow Jesus. It means to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Not the I cannot t- not in the you know I cannot tell a lie kind of George Washington right. and, and not down the, to be mean and not to be mean, but in the, the, the truth in the face of power when it may or does cause cost something mm-hmm. or cause something to happen that we're not in control of. Right. And I, you know, it's one of those like truths, right? Like we need to tell the truth, <laughs> yeah. 
But sometimes it's easier to say that than to actually do it. Like the disciples who were right there present weren't quite ready for the truth yet. And yet, this is what we're called to. As hard as it is, as as simple as it is, and yet as complex as it is to live into. Mm-hmm. This, this, this whole parade is about telling the truth. The street theater is about the truth. And the truth is, it is not yet the way God would have it be. Right. So what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. So that's what I said. Cool. Yeah, I like it. And I, I think one of the more frustrating things I've been hearing from my people is that they try and use the methods that we have been given in our democracy to tell the truth Mm. and that they often find that they are being ignored. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, you know, an individual call to a representative might not feel like you're getting a lot done or it might feel like they're just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh And ignoring you. Um, And that there is power also in telling the truth as a community and not just doing that as like 500 different voices, but 500 voices together listening, which requires listening to each other's stories. Yep. So we're working on some ways of doing that in our community as well. But that truth telling is not always just like, here's my truth. Right. Sometimes it requires actually doing a little bit of work. Right. Well, and actually what what was interesting, you know, because the the commentary that you get in the day, you know, in the at the at the back door and then in the days that come when yeah, when you people hit, are responding when you, to when what you they heard, heard. A, when you hit a little nerve, right? Uh-huh. Was that 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 people really really heard that there were some places that they were ignoring their truth. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, I need to tell this truth." And you know, and some of those were big ways and some of those were just little like I, this is the this is the thing I need to admit, mm-hmm. and it, you know some of it's just admitting the truth to yourself, right? Because sometimes we're telling lies that keep us in patterns that are unhealthy, unhealthy and right. We're like, oh, this will this will get better, or this isn't that big a deal, or whatever. And then to be able to see, you know, no, yeah, yeah, I need to change that about myself. And you know, here's the big thing, and you know, like those kinds of things. Right. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Susan. And thanks to you for listening to the Sunday Morning Sleep In podcast. If you have questions for us or stories that relate to this truth-telling topic we have been discussing today, you can shoot us an email, sundaymorningsleepin at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and leave us a comment. You can find us on our website, sundaymorningsleepin.com. You can comment there as well. The scripture for this podcast is Mark 11, 1 through 11. And the theme music you're hearing is Take Me Higher by Jazzer. And so the benediction, the, the sending forth, the, the, the last word we like to give before we send you out into the world, right? And that is it. Today, those words are, are, are simply this. Go out into the world as God's people. Go out into the world as followers of Jesus. And go out into the world as the Spirit's peace so that we might be able to live into what God has for us. Amen.